1: Love
0: lock 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 radio. This thing right here yeah, yeah, is for my yeah,
2: people yeah. in the streets <laughs> Yeah, 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 today. Love, right. Radio. All right, welcome to another edition of One Mic here on Real Sports Guys. This is your man D. Wills. We're in the building. We got a lot to talk about today, but before I get into it, I gotta bring my co-host into the building uh, with me. We're gonna start uh, with my man the old schooler, the man in the paint. It's good when you give it to him. Uh, yeah, he's wearing that hat, my man, Hank Davis. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, brother. good to see you all this evening, and happy
1: Tax Day. Who would ever thought we'd be talking about Tax Day in July? But this is where we're at in, in, in the world that we're living in right now, this crazy new normal that everybody want to talk about. But uh, we're here, we're able to have a little bit more time to, to, to fellowship and to converse, if you will.
2: All right. Yes. 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 We love the fellowship. We love to engage with folks, um, and uh, uh, we love to have that. We got next on the mic. Uh, our man Carl Hampton, who is in a secret location somewhere in Madison, away from all the all, all oh, the protests. Nice. He's under underneath somewhere. He's, he's barreled in because it's crazy out there. They shooting in the streets in Madison. I don't know what's going on. You know what happened? the yeah. What's going on, man? Man, I'm doing well, brother. How you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, you, you like you sequestered, but we're gonna work with you all right tonight. We're gonna work with you while you sequester. We're gonna make it work. And we got the last but not least, my man Darnell Kirk How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh everything to open up. So I'm ready to get
3: ready to get this show
2: on the road. All right, we're gonna move into the show right away. Uh but I always say hey, go to real sports guys for everything. Uh, real sports guys, Darnell and I have a boxing moment coming out. Uh Here pretty quickly so you'll be able to see that. Uh, So check it out at Real Sports Guys. we got some other stuff coming on. Got a great interview coming up with Ryan Harris who is a a Super Bowl champion with the Denver Broncos and author and uh, former uh, Notre Dame uh, 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 Fighting Irish football player. uh, Story career but doing some amazing work uh, right now uh, on the media and also uh, uh, what he's trying to do to also deal with financial literacy. Uh, as well. So he's got a lot to talk about. So check us all out on uh, realsportsguys.com. Uh, hey, some things are working in sports. Uh, there's some models that are working. And so uh, in our, in our cipher, uh, in about uh, uh, 15 minutes, we'll be talking about the sports models that are actually working in the midst of a pandemic. And uh, we'll get into that. But there's a lot of stuff happening uh, in the world of sports. And so we're going to get into that in our open mic. Uh, and, and kind of the theme of our open mic has kind of been a power to the people. We want. We want. We want. We want. We want. We want to be in alignment with the movement. We don't want to be like Carl. Have to hide underneath somewhere. Madison. <laughs> the, the, the movement is crazy. He's trying to. He's trying to weave and get home. We're going to embrace the movement <laughs> right now. But in the year of the black quarterback, Dak Prescott is still not signed. What is going on? What is going on, Hank? We're going to jump to you first, man. What is going on in Dallas? You know.
1: I, I don't I don't know if this is a power play by Dak. Last um, the rumor had it they had they had uh, offered him a multi-year contract. Is that correct? Mm, yeah. And he decided five he to years, say, five, years, like, five
0: years. Five years. Five years. Five years.
1: Okay. Dak needs to take his money and run. Okay. It's it's clear. What, the reason why I'm saying this is because the NFL stands for not for long. All right. And and I know what they might be thinking that he's worth, but there is a contingent down there in Big D that don't like him, okay? They don't like him, and they're looking for some reason to um, to, to replace him. Damn the stats. This ain't got nothing to do with statistics. We could talk about that all day long. But he needs to go ahead and get his money while the money is to be got. Now, the thing is, he, if, he, if he does that, he's going to be playing for his next contract. But he's looking for a Pat Mahomes type of contract when he ain't won enough. And see, it's real easy for them to put. And the thing that bothers me is they're putting a lot on Dak. Okay, but they get—they he's got what I call a, a decent contract for him. But Dallas—they do crazy stuff. See, um, they didn't want to get rid of Tony Tony Romo. They do a lot of stuff because of loyalty or buddy buddy stuff down there. That kind of got me concerned. So if I'm him, I'm taking that money and I'm gone.
2: So he's expected with uh, the 31 million this year. Uh, what possibly another what? Thirty-eight. Uh, if he yeah, yeah
1: thirty-eight. Yeah,
2: in, in next year. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's, that's yeah.
1: not chump change.
2: That's right. not jump change. So so we we'll gonna go, Darnell. What do what do you, what do you think, Youngin? I know you're paying attention to this.
3: Hey, he's playing the game. That's all it is. Don't hard fail. It, it's business. It's business yeah. when the owners play hardball. So it's business when the players play hardball too. So, I mean, um, the Dallas Cowboys. They did they did offer him a deal. I mean. It wasn't a bad deal, but it's not the deal he's looking for. But if you um, – in the game of football, like Hayes said, it's not for long. So when you are in the position of power to use your leverage, I guess you just got to use it because um, he's going to end up making his money one way or another. Even if the Dallas Cowboys do not decide to uh, – if they don't decide to take him, he's going to get – he's going to uh, sign the franchise next year for $38 million. And after that, he's going to come to Detroit. He's gonna to go to Indianapolis. He's gonna to go to another team. Somebody gonna pay him if Dallas don't pay him. It's, it, it all depends on what does Dak wants. He is in the position of power. He, um, either he wants to stay in Dallas and and um, stay because they're building a team around him. They've um, they've drafted well. They put um, a lot of good pieces around him. So he either wants to look at that and say, "Okay, this is a situation I want to be in. I'll take less money," or he's gonna to go to an Indianapolis or a Detroit or another team without a quarterback
2: that will spend more money on. All right, Hammer, you bring up the rear. What do you think? Analysis. I think it's one of the dumbest moves I've seen. We're
0: in the midst of a global pandemic with a dangerous virus. You better get your money. Let's say he gets sick tomorrow. Uh, I know he's, these cause, these contacts got corona causes and things like that. He's not going to get his money. So playing this game, he wants four years because he wants more flexibility. Same. Again, he has all these players who who have gotten COVID. Uh, He had a party that was very controversial that Zeke was at, and Zeke got it. And then people don't know about how this virus affects you. Uh, Every day you see something different about the virus. And so I would take the money. I mean, again, he is being dissed by Jerry Jones, let's be real, but uh, they would give him what he wants if he's really a franchise quarterback. I don't think they would see him as a franchise quarterback. they pay everybody else. Uh, Jalen Smith, Zeke. I mean, you going to play a running back. Big money who's – you talk about not for long, brothers. That's not for long as a running back, especially with Zeke. It, and someone who has off-the-field history, suspended, uh, now got COVID. Uh, so, yeah, clearly I would take the money, but, you no, know, he's getting bad advice, Dak is, and he's trying to play a Kirk Cousins game. But this isn't 2015, brothers. This ain't this the it's 2020, and like I said, you got people, my relatives passed COVID, COVID ain't no joke. And people have been trying to, you know, say it's going to go away. It's going to disappear. Uh, you know, his money's going to disappear. And also, when people talk about those cap numbers. De-wheels. We don't know how the financial situation is going to be. Let's say it's not football this, this year. That cap number is going to be reduced substantially. So you really play on games, right? And then let's say, I mean, we, I have some friends tell me We might have to get backseat to 2023. So he's playing games. I mean, I I respect the brother. I like the fact he came with it. His mom passed. She brought it, but this is not a good decision. Take your money like Chris Jones did yesterday. Get your money. And these other chaps who were paying on tags, too, haven't signed a tag. I'm like, what world are you in? Did, Did they think they're indestructible? I mean, again,
2: People are coming in with this COVID, man, at 23, 24. Uh, you know, it's nothing to play with. Get your money. Get your money is the message, y'all. Get your money. Uh, and and, and, and of, inside the bubble, on other stories, inside the bubble, uh, you know, NBA has been talking about jerseys in the back of the name. You got LeBron coming out. Talking about uh, no name. You got your former Chicago Bull. I mean, you're talking about putting his name in the back of New Jersey and AD keeping their name on the back of the jersey, not having uh symbolic name or whatever on the back of the jersey. Then you got your former bull uh out there saying he don't want his name on the back at all. Um, you know, guys are choosing different ways to to look at this. NBA got all the NBA got people snitching. You know, NBA got a lot going on here, but you got you got the name gate, you got the jersey gate, you got the, all the symbolism yeah. going on. Uh Darnell, when you you hear just what's happening in the bubble with jerseys? With with folks snitching, which I say snitch. This is this is. I think to me that's been a uh, that's been a. Uh, uh, I think that's been the second level of Cointel pro for you historians of uh, uh, black community folks talking about not snitching. I think that's been a way to perpetuate. But I'ma leave that's a whole nother story. We'll talk about that later. But youngin, talk about what you know right, so names jersey symbolism symbolism. What's going on? So
3: the first part about, about the jerseys. I'm with Kawhi. I'm. I agree 100% what Kawhi said. He said, um, has nothing to do with the name on the back of the jerseys. All this symbolism and stuff like that. It's all about the work. Um, some of um, Kyle Corver putting Black Lives Matter on the back of his jersey, and LeBron did the same thing. That's not really gonna bring about real change. It's about the real pressure you guys are putting on these um. These government officials to make change, like um, Kenny Stills did. Kenny Stills, he got arrested at the um, at the Breonna Taylor um, protest because uh, because he was along with the people that uh, refused to leave. So that um, um, that's kind of stuff um, out there on the being out there on the front lines. That's gonna um, gonna um, be more impactful. I don't know, but that's just my opinion.
2: All right, Hank. Hey. Look,
1: the NBA has tried to be one of the most progressive leagues in regards to um, really getting out social issues, you know, either with some sort of protest. And uh, Silver, the uh, commissioner, has been okay with that to a certain degree. You're going to have the Orlando bubble. And I'm with with everybody else. You know, a lot of the stuff that's going on really – does not make a whole lot of change. You can paint Black Lives Matter on every street in America. It's not going to make a whole lot of difference. You can take down every Confederate um, uh, statue that you want to, you know, unless unless you're going to really, you know, have real change somewhere legislatively, then it's all just symbolism. But that being said, we are in a time where, you know, symbolism matters. You have people that are locked in their home. You have people that if and when the league start to play, they're going to probably have more eyes on it than ever before. So I am not opposed to any sort of uh, display of of, of social, um, you know, unity that the NBA is trying to do. You know, it's going to draw attention and it's going to draw it's going to stir conversation. And if that's what they're if that's what they're trying to do now, if they're just trying to draw attention to themselves. Which athletes and entertainers have a tendency to do? Then you got another. Then you got another issue there. But I understand the concept of of getting uh, getting this out there because they're going to be watched by more eyes than they probably ever have. Before. All
2: right, H- Hammer, your boy Butler said he don't want a name on the back of his jersey. Uh, he' gonna be X. But uh, but you know, uh, in terms of of, of, of of along the same lines here. You know, what's been your reaction to what you've been seeing with the NBA and, uh, you know, there is an essence around marketing and branding, right? If you see something important seven, 21 times or something like that, there's a, that, that it sticks. So there is a marketing aspect around really sealing something in from a marketing standpoint that I can see, but from substance, uh, some of you guys have been correct. Hampton, I want you to weigh in before we move on.
0: Yeah, I just think, again, uh, Brother Hank as well as Brother Danielle talked about it, um, it's all symbolism and not real change. We need to have systemic change from, again, our systems of government, uh, our judiciary. That's going to uh, emphasize Black Lives Matter and emphasize uh, what they're doing, not playing games with Kyrie Irving about what's on the back of the jersey and uh, not putting stuff in the back of the jersey. And, someone like Kyle Carver, who thinks he's, you know, woke now, putting Black Lives Matter in his jersey, it's a bunch of mess. I mean, the bottom line is that you look at Black wealth hasn't changed, brothers, in like 50 years. We had the same amount of wealth that we had 50 years ago. That's a shame. That's unconscionable. And so we've had all this symbolism, all this, you know, we shall overcome and things like that. And we need systematic change on every single level of government from The top down, people don't realize that. They think it's all about the federal government, because that's what we see on TV, but what's happening on the local level, the school board level? He's hired a brother in Madison, a brother who, you know, I'm proud of, is a badger. uh, Worked in Beloit to be our uh, superintendent of schools, and I want him to bring, I want him to be a symbolic, because he's a brother like me. I want him to bring change. Make sure these young brothers know how to read. These young brothers can't read in Madison right now. They can't read past third grade level. So talking about Black Lives Matter and, and your kid can't read and then he's on his way to the criminal justice system, That, that again, that makes no sense. So symbolism without substance makes no sense. And so uh, that's the thing that I, I, these NBA brothers just – I mean, they're privileged. They're, they're, I, they, they're just indifferent. They're complaining about their hotel rooms. Are you serious when people are homeless right now? When people – uh, not gonna be able to pay their mortgages next month unless unless the Congress comes with a new CARES Act and people are talking about my arrangements aren't good? Are you serious? I mean, they're playing uh, again games with the brand and, and, and like I said, this whole nonsense has just been uh from, from Blake, our brother Blake Snell talking about uh he don't want to take a pay cut and just they just they just show again just how tone deaf they are from the circumstances a lot of them came from which was hood and which was struggling they forgotten what with what, what their their means forgotten who
3: they are as black men most of them
2: hey, y'all hitting some really good points here
3: i want to add one thing to what I said. go ahead go ahead because um carl he touched on a good point about the, about making change at the local level as well when i said um kenny stills i don't think i um elaborated uh, completely about that because um the attorney general in kentucky right um That's when the Breonna Taylor um, murder happened. Yeah, the brother, yeah. He's a black man. He's he's a black man. He said that um, he will not be persuaded uh, by any – by the things people are saying um, pertaining to the case. So that's why Kenny Stills, along with 87 others, were arrested because they were um, protesting outside of his home.
2: I think we're bringing out some good points. And I think, again, I think that's part of LeBron's point is about substance. You, he don't need to put another name because his name stands for substance. Everything he's done, you know, from schools to, he's going to continue to do what he needs to do. He's going to stay focused in this. And I think, I think that level of being focused is, I think is an important point uh, that we can't miss uh, in this, that, you know, the, the, the focus on policy changes uh, are, are critical to the success that we need to have um, around this. So, you know, I think that, um, you know, you, uh, trying to, trying to uh, maintain that is important. All right, so Dion's son decides to go to Florida Atlantic University. All these cats have been talking, and he's going over to play with Willie Taggart. It's a big announcement. He's like the 41st-ranked player in the country. Um, and, uh, you know, that's a huge thing. But, again, he's coming from a well-to-do family, able to make those kind of decisions. But I still think it's an important move. You know, Willie Taggart, who was at Florida State, you know, that was Deion's alma mater. He got he got fired, right? He moves on to Florida Atlantic uh, University, and, and now he secures him. Uh, again, these guys making choices. And one of his things, he said he wanted to play for a black head coach. Uh, that was, he said, an incredible announcement. If you had a chance to watch the video, when he rolled it out, he had a who's who up there asking where he's going. It was an incredible video there on YouTube. If you had a chance to to check it out. Uh, Darnell, I know you, you linked in these kind of things. You know, you know, what, are we starting to see it? You know, you're talking about a a new form of student athlete who's been informed by guys like uh, LeBron and all these other folks uh, coming together. Um, you know, when you heard that announcement, what did it, what what you think?
3: Um, a lot, a big part of me was puzzled to be honest with you because uh, I know he was offered by um, Alabama, Baylor, Arizona State, big schools like that. So and he he chose to play at Florida Atlantic, and um, this is a bold move. Like um, I know we talked about um, HBCUs in the basketball game, right? But um, football is a different game. One player does not a football teammate, As we know, it's going to be tough sledding to win to to start winning football games at Florida Atlantic, especially with a coach um in Willie Taggart that um let's say, did not have the best success at Florida State when he was there. But I would say he did not necessarily have the best chance as far as um, tenure goes. But um, we'll see how it goes in Florida Atlantic. I I don't uh, want to throw too much dirt on it, but um, I hope the best for him. But it's going to be a tough road, I think.
2: Yeah, and I think, think, you know, having Willie Taggart, who, you know, he's had – He had a struggle at uh, Florida State. He did all right at Oregon, but Willie knows offense, and so I think that had a lot to do with um, uh, with the decision um, as well. That you know Willie does have a a history, at least, along preparing quarterbacks. Hank, it's a gimmick. It's a a gimmick. Come on, I I, told y'all
1: before. This is a gimmick. You got all these kids. It's got some. They 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 coming from these families. They got this name, okay. So now you got Dion's son going to Florida, Atlanta. Now, one thing about Willie Tagger, he was not giving a fair shake at Florida State, in my opinion. Okay. They wanted him out the door. When he came in the front door, they had the back door open for him. You know, so so that <laughs> was the way he was. Yeah. Right That's the way it was. Y'all saw it. Y'all saw yeah. it. Now, you see, there's some code I mean, look at, look at Scott Frost over in Nebraska. He's doing a horrendous job. Willie Taggart came in. He felt the breeze from the back door walking in the front door. So they had him ready to leave when he got there, okay? They said to him, they said to him Willie Taggart followed Florida State, they said, uh, nothing's too good for you here. We wanted to get you nothing, but it was too good for you. So that's what's going on with Willie Taggart at Florida State. But this is a gimmick, okay? The reason why I'm saying is because with football, Okay, if it don't work out for Dion's son in Florida, Atlanta, they got the transfer court. So a lot of this stuff is bravado to me, you know. Um, and it's like, oh, he's doing this, oh, he's doing that. That's just to get him a little bit more uh, play time, air time. I hope it works out for Willie Taggart. I really do. I think he's a good coach. I think he did a nice job at Oregon. I don't think he was giving a fair shake. But I get, but this is this is gimmicky thing is what's driving me crazy here. I want to see if this kid stays three years at Florida Atlantic. Yeah, we saw this the
3: thing with Cam Newton's little brother, Caleb Newton. He went to Howard, um, and he just um, he just transferred out um, this past year, and he's going to Auburn.
1: There, that's that's see that's what I'm seeing here. You, you get all the press, and then next thing you know, you in Alabama. So that's the thing
2: I, that that concerns me. All right. all right, Hammer. We're gonna let you close out that one.
0: This is a gimmick. I mean. Dion's son has the opportunity to go anywhere he wants to and then transfer it where he wants to. And he'll have the opportunity to get in the league because of Dion's contact. And Dion works for the NFL network, for God's sake. So um, it's just a gimmick. I mean, I, again, I'm a Willie Taggart fan. I like him. Comes from the Stanford Tree. The Florida State job uh, was a disaster for him. He said, stay at Oregon. Oregon had, uh, he, he wanted to get down south. You know, set, you know Florida State wanted a black coach. They thought they had a marriage and then as soon as he started losing, uh, like like Hank said, they had his bags packed uh before he got there. Um, as household, you know, as soon as he got got there. So it's just again a gimmick by Dion and, and you know, transfer to Florida State or whatever, but we might even have football, so again might have, it might be a move point anyway. So considering the the way Rona's going, so yeah, so
2: that's uh-huh. what my two cents. We're going to stay tuned. We're going to stay tuned. We're about to enter the cypher and get here deep. Sports, hey, we, we talked about the pandemic. We talked about what's not happening. But there have been some sports models that have been affected. I mean, the UFC, Dana White's been he's killing this thing. Dana White's killing it. Uh, as, as the youngin' pointed out, you know, the, the most re- recent fight with uh, Mazadov and... Uh, 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 was, and Kamaru Usman. Uh, Usman. Uh, 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 They doubled what they uh, uh, did in terms of the Wilder fight. But he's just – it's been a pleasure to watch. Now, I wish he would try to add in some of the top-ranked cheering piece. I like that little app yelling boo, boo, boo. I, I think it's all he got to add in. But he got Fight Island. He's winning. He's winning. I just watched the basketball tournament. Man, your boy Diener, Travis Diener, hit the game winner for a million. I mean, they got through two weeks of hoop. Uh their 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 uh uh the affection rates were down. I mean they had a system in there. It was fun basketball to watch. Uh I enjoy watching it. Uh they were they were killing it. Um so you you got some folks who are kind of working through this. Now, the MLB, NFL, some of these large uh sports, you know, there's different levels of expectation about what will happen and what not happen. But what I want to ask y'all in this cipher though, if you could be a commissioner. Of a sport that's outside of baseball, NBA, I want to say college football, college basketball, off the, off the NHL, off the, off the UFC, uh, off the, off the mat uh, a little bit, um, and MLB, off some of these big ones. But if you could, if you had a sport you had an eye on, you say, okay, here's an opportunity for you to gain some market share, and they say, hey, they're gonna bring you in as the, as the commissioner. You know, which sport would you do and how would you do it? All right, we're gonna start with the younging. I don't know if he even thought about it. Darnell, have you thought about a sport?
3: Do You have to ask. Okay. You, have to, you already know what sport I'm taking. Man. I, I, I go somebody. in and tell us because they've been struggling. They've been missing a note
0: when I thought they were going to kill it.
3: Man. I'm going to monopolize boxing. I'm going to take the take all four of the station and bodies. they all going to be one. And we're all going to be under ESPN, right? I'm going to take over top rank, and I'm going to monopolize all the station bodies. And I'm going to make everybody fight each other. There ain't going to be no more of this. Um, we talk about a fight for three or four years. I and mean, it doesn't happen. That is killing the sport of boxing. And um, there's a and the demise of boxing is a major reason why UFC is thriving the way that it is. Um, like you said, Kamaru Usman and Jorge Masvidal did more paper, pay-per-view-wise in this fight than Wilder 1 and Wilder 2 combined. That's for real. Like, um, the fan base for the UFC is growing and the fan base of boxing is decreasing. Why? Because these fights don't happen. Wilder and AJ didn't happen. Terrence Crawford, El Spence, so far, didn't happen. Gary Russell, Leo Santa Cruz, it didn't happen. No Machenko, Javante Davis, it didn't happen. These fights are not happening. And even if they do happen, like, Mayweather and Pacquiao, they happen like three, two or three years too late. We're just they're waiting until they pass their prime. It's going to happen with Earl Spitz, it's going to happen with Terrence Crawford. When they fight each other, Terrence Crawford going to be like 34, 35. Earl Spitz is going to be coming off of a tough fight where he just has surgery on his teeth and stuff. And <laughs> it's not going to be the same as it, it would have been if they fought in 2017. So I'm going to monopolize boxing. I'm going to promote it right. These guys are going to get endorsement deals. They're going to be on TV, on commercials and stuff. Why don't you see Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford be endorsed by Nike? How come they're not in the Gatorade commercials? Yeah. That's what's wrong with boxing. And if you allow me to take over the game like Don King, I, I bet I'll save you.
2: Yeah, you're right. You got Ryan Garcia. You got these – I mean, he's got the tremendous following. He's a model, but you don't see him doing – he should be doing all kinds of commercials. You're hitting it right on the head. Hank. <laughs>
1: well, I'm gonna, let, me, let, me, let me tell you what I'm going to do, okay? Because you've got such a bad infection rate here in the United States. You can't travel here because you don't have any regulations because of the pandemic. So I'm going to take my game north, and I'm going to promote the CFL. That's what I'm going to do. I'm bringing the CFL here. It's going to be on <laughs> Channel 7, okay? We're going to have football. We're going to change some rules around so it looks like the NFL. We're going to make it four downs, okay? But we're going to have y'all watching the Ottawa Wolf Riders. We're going to watch the Saskatchewan West Riders. We're going to watch the Montreal Alouettes. We're going to be Toronto Argonaut fans right here on the East Coast. We're going to have some football. I'm going to have me, I'm going to have a Florida lead on my thing, but it's going to be from Winnipeg. That's what
0: I'm <laughs> going to do right now, okay? Canadian football on, 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 on NBC. <laughs> I love oh, it. Yeah. Dang, we, you can only get this
2: up. That's right. You can only get it on R.S.G. Look at this creativity. I love it, y'all. I yes, lo- sir. How you do it. Woo! That's a great one. I didn't even put. Oh, I love it! <laughs> wow, wow, wow! All
0: right, I am her. I don't want to be a black band, and White man. I mean, I want to have that type of power, and also I want to get the UFC channel. They should have their own channel. Forget about ESPN. You don't need EF, you don't need a mothership anymore. You need your own channel now. You need to be like, uh, like I said, the M O B network, but on steroids. I mean. You look at why I mean, Bella Dog. I talked about UFC compared to boxing. The reason why UFC is thriving compared to boxing is because the guys actually look normal. They look like you can actually look at these guys and be like, that could be me uh, to a certain extent. You look at these guys like Wilder and Fury. I mean, six nine, what three fifty or three hundred? I mean, those guys are just like uh, uh, again mutants almost. So, I mean, give me UFC. Give me. The hammer, the commercial hammer, um, and give me that that power. I love the fact that Dan White basically is the king of the UFC. Ain't no uh, negotiating. Ain't no, we're going to do it this way. We're going to have Fight Island. But the thing they need, they need a channel, man. That's what they need. So you found a loophole
3: in
2: my thing. You said – so you said you're going to take – I said mm-hmm. no UFC, but you said you, you're going to try and just move them to a channel. So you found a loophole in my instruction. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. That's a for I'm a point. lawyer. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> just like me that. I mean, I'm a lawyer. I mean, man, I'm a lawyer. Uh, oh,
0: give oh. me credit, d
2: Wells. I love it. I, mean, I love it. I, oh. I love it. So it was well, UFC channel. My, mine definitely would have been boxing as Darnell went in. I just think that boxing is uh, underperforming. Uh, it had a great, uh, I think, a fight last night. That as boxing's not even managing the protocols correctly. Like it, it, they have a central place, but unlike the UFC and they, I mean, Top Rank can at least
3: manage. They don't even have a sense. They're not
2: even managing the protocols.
3: Everybody's uh, testing positive. Huh. I said everybody's tested positive. Jamel Harry tested positive twice. Yes. Well. They reschedule this fight and me tested positive again. T- yes. And I'm like, you're, <laughs> all of
0: the top rank roof. Like you're basically Dana White of top rank. You should be control you should be in a control of that environment. They can't even get that right.
3: And they can't even get Terrence Crawford to fight. And he he he's over there talking about, man, if I, if, I, uh, if y'all try to get me to take a pay cut, I ain't fighting.
2: <laughs> that's right. He said, "We gotta
1: that's have fans because you know that's the things. business model.
3: <laughs> <That's>
2: can't <clears throat> do without the fans. That's the money. That's the gate. I need a part of that gate." So yeah, well, thank y'all for doing it. Well, hey, we are gonna keep thinking about models. We are gonna keep pushing it. We are gonna keep looking at the stuff. There's a lot to be said. You know, I know I said about a month and a half ago about uh, college football going in the spring. You know, I seen him be out there on the island by myself, uh, but it's that choir is getting louder. <clears throat> Well, it hit Canada, like Hank, if they're going to get their football. All right, we're going go to the, we're gonna drop the mic. We're going to go to our brother Hank Davis to drop it and take us home. All right, thank you, guys. Listen, I was
1: doing some thinking today. What was I going to drop the mic about? You know, the news has just been absolutely inundated with uh, COVID-19. COVID-19, this, that, and the other thing. So, And sports is really – all the sports leagues are itching to get back on the ice, the field, the court. So the question I have for everybody out there tonight is, are you ready for the first 2020 champion? How are you going to feel about the first 2020 champion? Okay, what if it's the NHL, the Stanley Cup champion? How are you going to feel about that? Or the baseball champion? How are you going to feel about that? You didn't get a chance to go watch a game at the stadium. You didn't get half the players don't even get a chance to play. Somebody's going to test positive. Nobody's going to be in the stands but somebody's going to win the championship. You know, I thought about this a minute. Close your eyes. Turn on your PlayStation, okay? You got the Chicago Cubs, or you got a team that you've made up, and they've won a championship. Do you go out and buy you a world championship uh, T-shirt with the PlayStation champion on it? Because that's what it's going to be like this year because it's not gonna be a roar of the crowd. Everybody's gonna be watching it, just like you are. Only difference between the 2020 champion and the PlayStation champion, you ain't got the joystick in your hand.
0: Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Today,
2: you know, it One Phoenix in another place. They got a great uh, training staff. I mean, they were able to breathe life back in the shack. And you can do that.